Please send your blessings, your peace, your love, your beauty, your happiness into the soul of Musafir Ashki Aziz al Jarahi, his family, uh, his ethnic page, and his, his people, his community, his dervishes, his beloveds. And please send your peace, your love, your beauty, your light, uh, your clarity and wisdom upon the soul of Sheikh Noor al Anwar Malik al Jarahi and his family, his ethnic page, his people, his community, his dervishes, uh, his beloveds, O oh Allah. And, and please send your love and greetings and noble uh, messages of light upon the soul of uh, Pir Nuruddin Jarahi, Rahmatullah and his mother, Amina Taslima al-Jarahi, uh, and uh, his lineage, his family lineage, his dervish lineage, his great royal lineage of light, Amin, 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 and all his dervish community. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. I wanted to ask permission from, from Allah and from Effendi and Noor and all the beloveds and from yourselves to speak a little bit about uh, the one we called Effendi, Sheikh Musafir Ashki Aziz al-Jarahi, uh, who was such a is such a royal soul and also such a, a human being. And um, this combination is rare. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really uh, closing the circle of the human and the divine. And uh, Effendi closed that circle through his, or it was done for him through his utter love and um, compassion, compassionate heart. So uh, we know he grew up at a very difficult time, uh, the ending of the Ottoman Empire, uh, you know, when it really uh, went into pieces and um, where economically people suffered tremendously. And, and he himself, as a child, he lost his father very young. His father had been the tutor of the last sultan and uh, tutoring their his, the children. And then, uh, but he, I think he, he was either ex, I think he was exiled, actually part of those teachers and sheikhs who were exiled and he died, I, I assume in exile. And his mother uh, was going from the, position of being the wife of the tutor to the children of the sultan to uh, having no one to care for her. And she had 13 children, you can imagine, 13 children. Effendi was the last. And Effendi was the only survivor. Uh, I mean, they all survived to a certain point. They they were, I think, in, in the Ottoman wars, the late empire wars that late empires do. And um, and I think all the men were 
what they say is martyred. Um, and um, and I'm not sure how the women died, uh, but they passed away too. He does have memories of his sisters and then they all passed away. And Effendi uh, was alone with his mother and she um, would carry him around. She had to wash clothes. They were so humble. Their circumstances were so humble. She became a, a, a washing woman, clothes woman, and she would carry Fendi around in a ba in her basket. So she must have been a very strong woman. Her name was Aisha Sultan, and we send our greetings to her and our gratitude to her for raising Fendi in such a beautiful way and the way of the you know the real the mothers of the faithful that she raised him with such utter love and commitment to him. And um, and later he would um, support uh, her and himself uh, by his, uh, through being a, a muezzin, he became one of the ones who called the prayers and they lived for a time in a, um, in, in the, the quarters of the, the mosque that was built by Sultan Selim a very humble, I mean, was humble compared to the other mosques, but, you know, uh, and he would call the prayer there, he would attend the prayers, and, um, and, and she lived with him, and sometimes they didn't have enough money for food, and he would have to ask food for an Armenian, he had a friend who was Armenian grocer, and uh, who would, uh, advanced food to him. And one day, as he recounts, and some of you already know this story, he was walking by the grocery stop and he was too ashamed to go in and ask for food because he didn't have any money to pay for it. And he was walking on the other side of the street and the grocer came out to him, obviously being a, a man of, of heart, man of God, and he called to him and he said, Musafir, he said, why are you walking on the other side of the street? Come here. He knew really what that his condition. And um, Effendi said, you know, I, I, I can't, I'm too ashamed to ask food from you anymore. And the grocer said, come, I'll show you something. And he said, this is, is my door to paradise. He took him in the back of the shop and he opened a ledger and on the ledger, were written all the, uh, the loans he was making of food to, to people. And he said, this is my, my door to paradise. So <laughs> Fendi agreed to be part of that and, um, you know, continued uh, in the borrowing food and then paying back as he could. But this just shows you that he was raged in very dire circumstances. And, you know, whether it was that, that uh, made him even more compassionate than he innately was, or just his ocean of compassion was born with him, in him. Uh, he was so sensitive to people's needs. And, but he never had a grievance. It wasn't someone who grew up and and thought, well, only the poor deserve. No, he was as kindly to those uh, who had means as to those who didn't, because of course he saw them all as servants of Allah. 
and um, but his humbleness, he could be, he could completely almost disappear through through humbleness. You you uh, mother, you might not see him. And once in Houston, when they came and uh, we all traveled through on a travel of Zicker travel across the United States, I think it was 1980, and we stopped uh, in Houston where my mother lived and um, she hosted him and uh, and others hosted him and she told me afterwards that he was the the most humble person she had met and yet he could be a sultan a royal sultan of uh, of the spirit so he had you know all of these different shades of being and this is part of the insan kamil the insan kamil is not what we think is just some kind of you know, crystal uh, soul of perfection in that way, the perfection of the soul entered all the crevices of, of, of the human being. But it, it, um, it's a healer. It's the, the insan Camille is a, a healer. It's a seeker out of need and, um, and a healer of needs and, and one who nourishes others. And so Effendi just walking into his presence uh, was tremendously fulfilling and nour nourishing, and you, not, everything else would vanish. Whether you, you know, normally we go around and we have a certain sort of latent or subtle desires in our mind, or we're going to go do this, or we're going to eat that. Uh, and you would come into Sheikh Musafir's presence and you were completely fulfilled. So this, I think, is part of the meaning of Ya Kafi, you know, a fulfiller, a one who satisfies us completely. That, And of course, it can satisfy us through all the means uh, of, of Razak, the, the actual food or the actual relationship or the, the material uh, things, the clothing. But uh, when you were in the, in the presence of the divine, all of those centers in oneself is co are completely fulfilled. So I, had, I never seemed, I never was hungry when I was with Effendi. I never was thirsty. Everything was satisfied. Everything, all the empty places, all the craving places were filled up. And, um, you know, his gaze, simply his gaze into your eyes would completely fill and overflow uh, all one's craving for love because that's essentially what we crave the most. We all crave love. And Effendi was the messenger of love. He was the transmitter of this love that I, I don't think any of us had ever tasted, we, that our soul was longing for even unknown to ourselves, what a depth of longing we we had, um, and what and and that longing being fulfilled by this human being was such an extraordinary experience. So when I first uh, came to Spring Valley and had, I, I think I first saw him in a zikr, and then uh, after that, Haidar and I drove up to see him in Spring Valley. And uh, Sheikh Noor, I think, was there, but I only had eyes for Effendi. 
and uh, at that time. And as when I saw him, he was actually singing. They were singing Allahis, he and the, the dervishes, the dervish babas. And he would seem so joyful and relaxed and uh, sitting, arms, legs crossed on the couch and such an atmosphere of festivity and uh, transparency. And I, I just, my soul just recognized Jesus, alayhi salam. I had been brought up with the beloved Jesus, alayhi salam. And uh, actually before meeting Effendi, somehow I was very drawn to uh, the Gospels, to reading the Gospels, and, and felt this deep love for Hazrat Isa. And so uh, when I saw Effendi, it, that was it. It was literally the literal Jesus and his disciples. And that, uh, that impression, that deep impression uh, stayed with me for, you know, days and days, just like any, let's say, powerful experience would, and particularly of this nature. So this, you know, brings us to the mystery of the path that we're on. And Effendi was the path. <laughs> Basically, the, the human being becomes the path, in, in, in his case. And, um, and yet the path, of course, leads on, leads to the source. And so uh, another part of my experience that came later uh, because I had such a, a craving for him uh, to be in his presence, uh, to be nourished in this way and to, you know, to feel really this union, union with God simply by being in his presence. But I realized later that he never became uh, an obstacle to God. He never, uh, in a sense, asserted himself. And I found that he was almost like open space, that the more you would go in, the more it was open. And so this was, uh, I would say, one of his great secrets is that he was this vessel of God, but the vessel, and the vessel never pretended or never became obscuring to what was in the vessel, to the light. So um, this am amazing human being who, um, you know, who is so extraordinary that in a sense, you, you don't think he could die. He's, one thinks that people like this kind of break the, the laws of, of nature. But, you know, we all pass. And so that was a great lesson in itself. I never thought Sheikh Noor would die. Never imagined Sheikh Noor would die. And yet he also died. So Effendi uh, used to give soft bets on, on dying before every time he would go back to, to Turkey after a, a prolonged stay in the U.S., he would um, talk to us about death and uh, really bring it present and, and say, this is part of, you know, what our journey is about. But it was never something somber, but one had to prepare for it. So he was a man of vigilance also, great joy, great um, ecstasy. And then 
but not becoming he heedless of you know the, the our, our our the limits of human nature and the temptations uh, within human nature so um so that we too are invited to develop that that kind of dual aspect of plunging completely into the ecstasy being complete lovers but then never um you might say never becoming so drunk that we become unaware of the fact that we are still servants and we are we have the limits of that servanthood and and that uh, because of our our limitation there are you know principles that we strive to observe so um but as as rigorous as he was with himself as understanding and as uh, generous he was with others so it, it, his rigor was never what was in in front you know he would hide it if he was demanding of himself you wouldn't you wouldn't really you barely see it except at times there would be glimpses but um so what is what is the path the path is to merge into him to merge into nur to merge into the the friends of allah to um to to merge into rasulullah sallallahu as almost as far reaching as that seems to be but at least and what is this merging this merging is really allowing for their light to completely infuse us and to become the the open space ourselves for this light um so instead of because one of the tendencies when someone passes of that stature is to simply regret and then one always when then one fixates upon the 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 outer part of the person uh, and 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 I saw this with Effendi, and I saw it with Noor. Instead of uh, really delving deeper and and simply merging with their light, so uh, this is our this is our journey to be both tremendously in love, fall deeply in love with the even the form of the light, but never to be caught by the form, never to be stopped by the form and uh, in last night's zikr that we offered for uh, uh, the shake the shake the sake and the birth of, of Effendi, and i think it was also coincided amazingly enough with his islamic worst passing date um you know every so often every cycle of time both the the hijri time the uh, the, uh, the lunar time will meet up again with the, the solar. So, uh, but I'm not certain of that, but within the zikr, I could feel uh, this difference. Somehow having the body pass also removes what are seemingly limits. Let's say when we're all embodied, you know, there's only so close you feel you can be, and then you're you're not exclusive. There are many others around. There was plenty of jealousy around Effendi, around his attention, his love, and I, I certainly was among the foremost of <laughs> Stafula. But you know, I could I went through all those emotions, and um, 
and those emotions you realize are really to kind of grind us down to uh, become transparent and and to become ineffable and and like light. So, but in last night's zikr, I felt that um, instead of being on the outside of Effendi, that and with with the limited resource that any body has to give attention, that we were all we we're on the inside and we're in this vast ocean without shores that was his heart. And um, so what a difference. So I think this, this is what I hope for, for, for all of us that we can, um, through our commitment, through our saying yes, and returning on this path, that we can really live in the uh, boundless ocean of, of Sheikh, Sheikh Noor, Sheikh Musafir, Azvetipir and 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 the boundless ocean of Rasulullah sallallahu and the boundless ocean of Allah, and therefore never feel uh, on the outside, never feel uh, left out, because this is where we truly are. We are in the boundless ocean at all times, and um, Effendi pointed the way. So this is just tiny drop. I don't want to take too much time because. We're going, um, we still have the, the Salat. Um, I feel I didn't even start to talk about him. But um, anyway, may we all receive his, uh, his, his love, his compassion, his light, his, uh, his humor, uh, his tenderness. He could be so exquisitely, such a big man. Uh, and, and yet, he could walk like um, as though he were floating. And I'll tell one more story. We, uh, toward the, the, you know, in the latter times with him, we would take him to the Oak Room at the Plaza Hotel and to have tea. And he loved it. It was kind of a royal setting. He would wear his turban and Sheikh's outfit like for a full on zikr. And um and and stroll in there. So he he had the the completely invisible fakir appearance, and he and he had the sultan of, you know, of saints, uh, uh, regalia and and manifestation. And at one point he realized, and I've told this story, that the rug on which we were all the tables were the rug in this giant oak room, was a rug from a mosque it had Allah on it had sacred writings oh my god that was the last time we went there he tiptoed out of there he was all of a sudden so abashed uh, and so this show from one moment to the uh, next it was after we were getting up we were leaving and all of a sudden his gaze went down and saw it for the first time and um and he literally almost just, you know, levitated out of there, not wanting to tread uh, with, you know, any ignorance or on, on this, uh, what had been uh, obviously a, a carpet in a place of worship. And we never came back. So, um, and then that last time that he left for Istanbul on the 24th of December, I think it was 19... 94, he never came back. So we never know. We never know. Let's relish, enjoy, revere, 
and 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 love uh, every moment of the life we're given, and the relationships we're given, the precious relationships with each other, um, because of course someday they don't come back. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. To the secret heart of our peers, to the secret heart of Musafir Ashki, Aziz Abdullahi, Afatiya. Allahumma sayyana Sayyidina Muhammad, Walali Sayyidina Muhammad, Wasabi Wasalim, Bismillah Ramani Rahim, Alhamdulillah, Rabbin Animim, Arahman Irahim, Maniki Omidin, Iyakin Abudu, Wayakanasta in Idina Sorato Mustakim, Sorato Nedina and Amta Anahim, Kairam Magdubi Anahim, Wanadonin, Amin, Amin, Amin. I think next time I feel like to continue, uh, I feel like just like dipped my finger in. So, inshallah, may you all be blessed. May we all be blessed more and more and more. Ooh. Allah, thank you. I mean, the generosity of Allah. This is, I, Effendi makes makes us think of the generosity of Allah, the boundless generosity of Allah. So Allah, turn our hearts to see your boundless generosity and to rely and trust in your boundless generosity. And um, by by being connected and, and immersed in the heart of Sheikh Musafir. May, may we become like him. May, may we uh, move in this um, divine realm of uh, infinite and boundless love and, and boundless generosity and boundless goodness. And may we be able to balance uh, our lives in the world and, and events in the world and, and see them through this uh, open lens and and know that all is cared for and all will meet the most beautiful end that uh, no one uh, is left out that everyone is included and this was so much offending everyone was included and he used to tell the story of the the sheep flock and he said the shepherd comes to sell the sheep uh, and and the, he said he said the sells the the fluffy fat sheep as well as the the ragged and skinny sheep. Uh, they all go together as one. This is the generosity of Allah. This, so this is how He spoke to us. This is how He opened our hearts. And uh, everyone is is part of this. Everyone is part of Allah's love. And uh, may we be simply inspired by this in all that we do. And, and may we too uh, be able to uh, convey and, and spread that, spread that generosity and love. And, and the Rasulullah uh, was a transmitter of, of words, divine words called holy hadith, saying that uh, the mark of the true religion is karim, boundless generosity. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Ooh, should we say the la ilaha illallah? Or another Fatiha? The Fatiha. <laughs> the Fatiha is our specialty. Alhamdulillah. Isuri, Janabi, Azrati, Pir, the secret heart of Effendi, secret heart of Noor al Anwar, who was the most beautiful vessel recipient for Effendi's. 
uh, light. And now this community of lovers of love, the most beautiful uh, recipient for, for their love and for the love of Rasulullah, Hazreti Maryam, Hazreti Fatima, Hazreti Ali, Hazreti Isa, all of them all together, Hazreti Musa, Fatiha, Allahumma Sayyidina Sayyidina Muhammad, Walani Sayyidina Muhammad, Wasabi Wasalam, Bismillahi Rahman Irahim, Alhamdulillahi Rabbin Alimin, Rahman Irahim, Maliki Omidin, Iyakin Abudu, Wayakin Astain, Ikdina Sarata Mustakim, Sarata Nadina Namta Anahim, Gaida Makdubi Anahim, Wanadomin, Amin, Amin, Amin. So let's go forth uh, contemplating Allah's boundless generosity, just look, looking at our own lives, the lives of others, looking at the creation. Allah's boundless generosity. Amen.